Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Okay, hi, this is Bernie, and I'm not starting out with the regular Fan of History intro because this is our new show, What's New in History. So, if someone says to you, hey, what's new? You say, what's new, you ask? What's new in history? That's what's new. I'd appreciate that. Anyway, okay, so let's get this started. Imagine if you were at a busy tourist attraction in Rome, one of the busiest, actually and a 10-foot-long sinkhole suddenly opened up right in front of you. Well, that actually happened, but it was in April 2020, while Italy was in the thick of the COVID pandemic, so luckily no one was there to get swallowed up by it. This sinkhole opened up in front of the Pantheon, and it was in April 2020, like I said, like right in the heart of the pandemic, and it started out as a 10-foot hole, and it was 8-foot deep. So you could just imagine if, you know... People were in the square and, ah, swallowed up. So the hole was big, but compared to everything else that runs, that lies under the city of Rome, it's just a fraction of what could be discovered. Every, every time they dig in Rome, every time something happens like that, they find cool stuff. So a team of archaeologists, of course, you know, dug in, went into the uh, sinkhole to see what they could find. Um, but first, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about the Pantheon and it's kind of an interesting spot. The Pantheon is located in Rome in the Piazza della Rotonda, which is a huge tourist attraction. And one of the reasons here is somebody very special to me was recently there, which is how I became especially interested in this topic. Hi, Amy. She doesn't usually listen, but maybe she'll hear this one. In any case, as my favorite Italian history podcaster, Danelli Bellelli, would say, Pantheon is a Greek word meaning all gods, right? Pantheon, all gods. Not to be, don't confuse it with the Parthenon in Athens. Um, and I, it's, you know, it's good to hedge your bets when it comes to the gods. So like the Pantheon, the all god temple, it keeps you safe, apparently. It is um, one of the best preserved of all the ancient Roman buildings, and this is mostly because it has been in continuous use throughout its history, actually. Since the 600s AD, the church was dedicated to St. Mary and all the martyrs. Again, hedging their bets, get all the martyrs in there. It's visited by over 6 million people a year, 
including that one really special one. All right, enough of that silliness. Um, so it was originally built by Agrippa, and he is the first emperor Augustus's son, son-in-law. He was his all-around right-hand man. It was built sometime between 29 and 19 BC, but it burned down around 80 AD. They built it again. It was hit with lightning sometime around 110, which was definitely not a good start for this thing. But apparently the third time was a charm, and it was rebuilt sometime around 126 AD um, by Hadrian. Um, But unlike the wall that he built in England, this was not called Hadrian's Pantheon, and he actually left the original inscription of Agrippa on there, which you can still see today. And of course, scholars will kill each other with scissors over the minutia of why and how that is. So, I mean, probably at one point somebody saw, you know, oh, it must have been built by Agrippa, and then they realized it was burned down and yada yada. Anyway, I'm not going to go into all the details of the Pantheon, but because somebody was there, <laughs> I keep bringing it up, I became interested in it, so I did some research on it. And um, there's a lot of cool stuff about the Pantheon, but one of the really amazing features is the concrete rotunda. So, like, look this up. You could find it anywhere, and I put some links in the in the notes. So it has this concrete um rotunda. And one of the things that's really cool about it to me is that there's a hole in the ceiling. And if it rains, it doesn't get wet because the water doesn't reach the floor because the way they set it up, it evaporates. So I I mean, I guess aliens, no, the Romans were very good engineers. So um, most rainstorms, it does not get wet inside um, the uh, Pantheon. If it rains really hard, the floor does get wet, but even the floor is concave. So the water, you know, runs off and it's, it's to still the original marble in there. So it's a really cool place. I, I would like to go see it someday in person. I've been to Rome, but I, I must have missed that. Yeah, I know, all the research I did, and that's my big takeaway. Yes, I am weird. Okay. But the one thing would, that uh, really struck me, I was really interested in, um, because, you know, as a really ancient history fan, was that there is an Egyptian obelisk in front of it. And it's like, why is there an Egyptian obelisk in front of it? So I had to do some research on that. So you can't just like do a quick Google search and it's not in there. So I did you guys a favor. Anyway, it is called the Mac Uteo Obelisk. And it was uh, erected in Heliopolis in Egypt by Ramses II. Now, Ramses II lived from 1303 B.C. to 1213 B.C. And he reigned for 66 years, arguably, 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 and I think you could win the argument, that he was the greatest and most powerful ruler of ancient Egypt, and thus he has the title Ramses the Great. Ramses the Great. So, and he was 90 or 91 years old at his death, so he lived a long time. This is the guy that fought um, right before, you know, he fought with the, against the Sea Peoples before the Sea Peoples collapsed the Bronze Age uh, empires. So anyway, this obelisk is made of red granite and is about six and a half meters high, which is 21 feet. And a lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And there's uh, hieroglyphs on it to brag about how the aliens, no, 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 no. There are hieroglyphs on it that brag about his works performed in honor of the sun god who was, uh, I guess the sun god was his dad because there's phrases on it that says like, the excellent son of the sun god. I imagine in Egyptian, ancient Egyptian, it wasn't a pun of the son of the sun god. But anyway, you know, the Egyptians considered, pharaohs considered themselves gods. So this is what is written on this really old monument that is in Rome today. Um, Which is really cool, of course, because, I mean, it's 1,300 years before the time this, you know, was built, or even a little bit more. So, I mean, it's ancient. It was ancient in the ancient times. Um. It's a pretty impressive old monument. Like I said, the Romans brought it from Egypt sometime in the 100s to decorate a new temple to Isis that they built. So there was like in the 100s, there's a lot of a lot of religion going on, a lot of Christianity and Isis and Mithras and all this stuff. So there was a big temple to Isis that was built. So somebody in Rome must have said, "Let's go get that obelisk from, uh, you know, Egypt. We'll bring it over here." Now, how they brought it, not sure. Obviously, on a boat. It must have been heavy as. AF, and they, uh, but the Romans were pretty advanced by this time. I mean, they had saws, they had they had all kind of stuff. So, um, you know, they put it on a boat and brought it over to uh, this new temple. Not the Parthenon, no. Pantheon, not the Pantheon now, but they brought it over to the Temple of Isis. So later, after, when the Rome, Roman Empire became Christian, the Temple of Isis was converted to a church which is where the obelisk was found just like lying around, literally laying on the ground. So right after it was found, it was moved to the church of San Macuteo, which is where it gets its name today, because obviously the Egyptians didn't call it the Macuteo, uh, you know, obelisk. So it was moved to the Pantheon, to where it is today, the Pantheon, in 1711. All right, so that's pretty much about all of that. Sorry. So as we know, Agrippa Bertha built the first pantheon in Rome around the same time as his father, Augustus, his father-in-law, Augustus, served um, as Rome's first emperor. And, you know, so like we put this around like 25 BC, right? So 
Back to the sinkhole. Nobody sunk into it, thank goodness. What did they find in the sinkhole? Well, they found giant slabs of stone that were part of the original temple that Agrippa had built. And there were some inscriptions on it. They could tell from this information, they concluded that the stones were part of Agrippa's first temple. And they can tell from the inscriptions that Agrippa actually helped design these particular stones himself. So, like, you're literally touching a piece of history. Like, you know, Agrippa's a pretty uh, famous guy. I mean, in our Fan of History podcast, we have not got to Agrippa. But anyone that's studied Roman history, um, you know, Agrippa's one of those guys. So the archaeologists were astounded. They're realizing they've all this while they've been standing on top of this. So how did these stones get underground? It's pretty simple, really. When Hadrian built the, uh, you know, his, when Hadrian built his, the third one, he built it in the same exact place where Agrippa built theirs. So it just put him on top of it. He also refurbished the, the surrounding piazza at the time. Hadrian did. And then um, the, still during the Roman times, the Pantheon and the whole piazza went, had some further um, renovations in around the 200s. So that pushed the original stones even deeper into the ground. But this is weird to me because it wasn't the first time these stones have been dug up. It's crazy. Maybe it's just a crazy Italian thing here. No offense to Italians. I'm half Italian myself. So um, in the 90s, the 1990s, some workers were laying a brand new network of service cables and that ran through an underground tunnel in the area. And during this project, they found these this stonework. But I mean, I guess now that I think of it, it's probably hard to get them out. The sinkhole would have helped. That's true. So, but what they did was they they put a layer of what's called pozzolan on top, and pozzolan is a material that's similar to cement when it's wet. So they added this layer on top of that, and it protected them. So, yeah, when I was first thinking about this, I was like, well, I didn't think of them then, but now I realize what happened. So they were digging underground. They found these gigantic stones, and they're like, well, they, they look important. So they put this puzzle on on top of them, and that preserved them. And then, you know, miraculously, it's almost like they wanted to be fine because found because April 2020, I mean, if you remember, April 2020 was like the heart of the pandemic, and Italy was like really getting hit bad. So there was nobody out on the, you know, Pantheon's um, piazza, and then boom, a 10-foot sinkhole opens up, and there they are, a grip of stones there. So that is the story of what's new in history today. I mean, all right, maybe it's not the most earth-shattering discovery. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Well, actually, actually, it is earth-shattering because the earth was shattered to discover these. So, yeah, it kind of is earth-shattering. But, and yes, yes, I did write this to impress a girl. And that's one of the benefits of having a history podcast. You can impress girls. I, I, if you want to impress girls, go get a history podcast. <laughs> it, it works all the time. Mm. <laughs> um, so anyway, seriously, I hope you like this. Uh, if you like what we do, uh, as Dan would say, send us money. Patreon.com slash fan of history. 
or if you're in Sweden, um, maybe you could leave us a bag of cash near Dan's house. He won't mind if I give out his address if uh, if the bag of cash is big enough. If you're near Scranton, PA, I'll just meet you to pick up the bag of cash. You could, there's no problem. Also, seriously, if you tell your friends and your family, tell your enemies, tell anybody you know about what's new in history and fan of history, share it on social media. It really, it, it really goes a long way. Just to help the podcast grow. Like I've always say, it's a labor of love for me. I would like to show my love to more people. Put it that way. And um, also, 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 if you find an interesting, you know, story about what's new in history, you know, something that's interesting, something like you know, aliens. No freaking aliens. Seriously, I will take no alien stories. Um, if you find something interesting, though, seriously, just like. The best way is message me on the Facebook page. You just go to, you know, in Facebook, go to Fan of History. If um, if you're not on Facebook, I mean, I guess I can give you Dan's cell phone number. He, he probably won't. No, he definitely won't let you do that. So, again, thank you. Patreon.com slash Fan of History. And we'll see you next time. Cheers.